We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ho, ho, ho. Let's get ugly. Who wants to get ugly tonight? Oh, yeah. That's my special. Let's get ugly. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Nuggets advance to 8-1 behind an ugly, grimy, gritty, just disgusting win over the Golden State Warriors in a battle of who could get grimier. Your answer? The Denver Nuggets. They pull up the win. 108-105. There were some good things in this game for sure. I mean, obviously the win. There was a lot of ugly things in this game. We're going to break it all down for you. We're also going to talk about Jamal Murray out for a while. The implications of that, that was the big news that came through the wire, although not unexpected. But now that it's official, we'll break all that down to help me out. Somebody who's going to, I am guess, bring up Michael Porter at some point in the show. Brendan Bowe. No, no. I would wait. Unless you're... Unless you're trying to bring up like a pivotal point at the start of the fourth when the game was hanging in the balance, I'll take my time. I'm just yeah. happy to be I here. Might, I might bring up that part okay. of the game. Yeah, All I right. might bring that up. Uh, and then over there, guy, wait a second. How are we doing our bets today? Was it pretty in the bets? I didn't even look. Uh, it, was, it was middle of the pack. It was just like that game. Just like that game. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. <laughs> but it was passable. But it was passable. <laughs> um, not a fun game, but... A solid game. You got the the results that you wanted, and that's what matters right now. The Warriors were playing their eighth game in eight cities. You know, they did the thing where they would come home for one game and then immediately hit the road again. So they were on the end of a pretty tiring stretch. The Nuggets were wrapping up seven games in 11 days, the most condensed part of their schedule. Naturally, the NBA scheduled this for national television. Both teams looked like crap, I thought, tonight. (laughs) Both teams looked bad, and it just became a who can grit it out. Let's go to the fast breakdown. I'm going to try to be fast because these notes are not that interesting. I, first note, spiritless start to the game. Oh, yeah? I'm telling you, my first note, I need to just stop right there. I get it right every time. I tell the whole story of the game in the first note every time. Spiritless start to the game. Jokic took three threes. Another foreshadowing here. Missed all of them. Michael Porter Jr., though, back-to-back threes. Finally opened up a lead. The Nuggets had a, little, he had a little bit of a hot start going on. He was getting some things going. Nuggets bench comes in, immediately gives up the lead. Oh, Nuggets had a 10-point no. lead, evaporates right away. Not a great night for your Denver Nuggets bench, but it was 26-21 going into the quarter. Warriors cut the lead. Reggie had to come back in. We're going to talk a lot about this. I, I'm going to try not to be repetitive about my bench takes because it really is the same, but um, <laughs> di- completely different identity, you know, given the new, this new rotation. Jokic just jacking threes out there, man. He took five. <laughs> he was 0 for 5, and none of them felt like they needed to happen. They all felt like he was forcing threes. But guess what? 
He never misses six in a row, so he took a sixth one and drained it. Thank God, because the fifth one was the worst three he's ever <laughs> taken in his career. He, if he would have missed the sixth one, would have taken a seventh. Trade him. Oh, <laughs> no, no. No. no, sorry. I got no, confused. No, trade Jokic. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, you went the wrong direction. Yeah, my bad. Uh, third quarter, Nuggets looking sluggish. My notes suck. <laughs> uh, Michael Border Jr., rebounding his butt off in that third quarter. He was the one guy that like had energy tonight. He did. Reggie had four fouls. I thought Reggie was doing well, but he kept getting in foul trouble. Jokic finally got a little bit more aggressive in that third quarter, about a couple minutes into it. He finally went inside the three-point line and was like, you know what? I'm way bigger than everyone. I'm just going to go inside. Um, Warriors did, however, take the lead at the end of the third quarter, and that it felt like, ah, oh, crap, man. Here they go. They got it. Justin Holiday came into the game. Michael Malone, I think, in this game said, enough of the kids, man. I'm going to just my yeah. veteran players. I'm bringing Justin Holiday in. 78-76 Warriors heading into the final frame. We need a hero. Fortunately... Michael Porter Jr. Let's go. was up for the <laughs> task. Buzzer beater three. Ball goes out of pounds with like less than a second left. <laughs> they have to run him into the corner, throw one up. He hits it. And then on the very next play vote, Michael Blocker Jr. Let's go. Gets a big time. And I'm telling you, Dev, the crowd didn't make a noise the entire game until that block, that three and that block. It like woke everybody in the arena up. He was carrying for the next couple minutes. Bench started battling in the non-Jokic minutes, a little bit of life. And then Reggie. Reggie Jackson had some big-time shots, some big-time buckets in the fourth quarter. That meant a lot. If we go to the very end of the game, Nuggets up five. Just got to ice it. You don't even need a bucket. You just need to run the clock out. Jokic throws a horrible spinning pass right to Steph Curry. Really bad turnover, and Steph Curry hits a three. So now Denver's only up two. Inbound the ball, go to Yoke. Surely he'll hit one of two free throws. Misses both. So it's got a little bit hairy, but fortunately, Steph Curry missed the scoop shot to win it. Steph Curry, <laughs> very weird choice. Why not just take the bad three? Steph Curry, there's no such thing as a bad three. Just take it, win or lose, get off the court. Or if you're going to drive to the basket, pull up for a jumper. But he goes lefty scoop shot, man, which has got to, even for Steph, that's like. He can be kind of funky sometimes. It's hard to explain, but sometimes he likes to put a little sauce on things. Best Maybe. Case scenario? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're you right. Know? <laughs> a left hand scoop. In traffic it. with a center, or like with two big guys right there, was that is a wild decision. Dev was beside himself. He <laughs> thought he was on the Warriors show for a second. He's like, "What I, are we doing?" I love the board, though. Love <laughs> the board. <laughs> Reggie made one of two free throws. Then that was pretty much the end of the game. Little heave for Clay Thompson didn't really do anything. Um, man, this one was ugly. You got a big takeaway for me, Dev? My big takeaway is um, how does Denver respond? Uh, Things have they're tired. They're they're exhausted their entire time. Um, that was an out of character yep. game, and the bench didn't play particularly well. So, who do you go through? Who steps up in that moment? Today it was Reggie Jackson, big government. That's what they're calling them. Incredible game from him. Like really, he stepped up in every single way and helped solidify that win, especially down the stretch. Hat tip to uh, to Reggie Jackson. Plus plus twelve tonight in thirty two minutes. 20 points, six assists, two rebounds. How many turnovers, Dev? Zero. Zero, zero. turnovers, no man. Kidding, How many times man. is he? Dude, 32 minutes with zero turnovers? That's impressive. Dude, it keeps feeling, when I write the grades, I keep wanting to talk about how chaotic it looks. But it's like one turnover, zero turnover, one yep. turn. He's doing his job. I also really like the way Reggie competes on defense, man. He's not a stopper, but he keeps himself from being a liability by just working. We're nine games into the season, man, and Reggie really has been one of the good the good storylines of yep. it. I mean, he truly has, and tonight is no different. They needed somebody to step up, and he might have been the same. I mean, look, Jokic is the guy that stepped up. 
but he might have been the second guy. All right, what do you, what's yours? I think this is a great win. It was a terrible game to watch. It, I mean, it is. That's it, the thing. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it's, fun. It was, but, and I don't know. I don't want to. If you enjoyed watching it, good. But I right. obviously it wasn't both of those teams playing their best basketball. But that was a really good win. I mean, this is their, is this their seventh game in 11 nights? Mm-hmm. And their ninth game already to start the season? Both of these teams, to be fair, and the Warriors on the road. So just gritting that one out without Jamal, when Jokic was gassed, when you couldn't get into your A-plus stuff in the final four or five minutes. Obviously, they produced, but they just couldn't fall back on what they knew. And Malone had to really get weird with the rotation. So you go and you get this win, and now you get to rest till Sunday. I mean, it's it's just one game, but 8-1 and one to start with this break is really phenomenal. And obviously, the Jamal injury hangs over it like a cloud a little bit, but this was the exclamation point on an A-plus a start to the season from the Denver Nuggets. 11-man rotation tonight. Michael Malone was reaching. You know, like he was trying to find some guys. And, you know, if I have... I guess I'll start here because we're going to get to the bench later on. If I have a big takeaway, it's that... Yoke, man, you almost feel bad for him. When he came to the podium last game, you know, he did the thing where he was like, I know what you guys are going to ask, so I'll go ahead and do it. And then he did the questions. Everybody at home laughed, and I laughed too. It was like a very charming thing, you know, a little moment. Yoke, though, did not think it was funny. And, like, we all sometimes will laugh at the Jokic thing, you know, and, like, we'll make it into a th- whatever. Yoke was truly, genuinely annoyed to talk to the media because he has to do it every game because you have to go to the podium when you're the most important player. That's how it is. So it's always Jokic yeah. and someone else. Murray's there a lot, but not always. It's Jokic every time. And he didn't want to go to the media because I'm sure he's exhausted over the stretch. Murray goes down, and I'm sure he's looking at that and going like, okay, so Murray's out for the next month, and I'm going to have to carry this team for a month to keep us afloat. Like, you know, it's a big job ahead of him. And he goes to the media, and he does that thing, and it was funny. But I know from being there that Yoke was like, it wasn't funny to him. He was like, I have to do this thing again, and I know what you're going to say. You're going to ask me this. Yes, that's it. Like, to him, it was actually annoyance. What does he get rewarded with? 37 minutes tonight. <laughs> 37 minutes, man. They would can't even put him on the bench, say 33, 34 from you tonight. He's got to come in early and, and close this one out. A lot of the lineups he was playing with tonight, not a lot of spacing. You know, Malone was going to veteran lineups, guys that he trusted, and that meant not necessarily his offensive lineups, just guys that he thought can get stops. So Yoke doesn't even get to play the beautiful game. He doesn't even get to pass and pick his part. He's like, all right, so they're going to double me in the post. They're going to hit me every time I go inside, and I have no one to pass to. I think that this was a very annoyed game for Yoke. Well, it may have been what was behind some of those three-pointers as well. Eight three-point attempts from Jokic. Um, he was annoyed, but as he always does, he delivered it. Jokic was set on set to this earth to suffer for us. <laughs> he really was. And you know what? He did it for us tonight. 35 what's, points. What's our verdict on the role that the haircut played in this game? Slash, is this a good game? Is this a feather oh, it's so in the true. haircut This is so cap? perfect. 35-13-5-3-1 for Yoke. And it was like a B-minus game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Totally. So whichever side you fall on on the haircut, Jokic, is haircut Jokic the best or the worst? Whichever side you got fed tonight. Yeah, you, you got happy because you could argue either side. But, like, yeah, this was a, a angry game from him. Um, he was, like, kind of upset in the first half. And, and you kind of just it, you feel it. He really is exhausted. And you can see it every time. That's why he's kind of settling for three-pointers. Um, he's not going to his bread and butter. But then you look at the stats, and 
I mean, he's still dominant. He only missed 11 shots in the game and seven of them for, from deep. If he didn't go deep, he probably would have finished with a perfect. And that second half, he was he was damn near yeah. perfect, and he closed them out. Um, but you could tell that he really, really, really is looking forward to this spot right now where he gets four days off, three days off. They um, need to give him – like they're not going to practice tomorrow for sure. They shouldn't practice Jokic on Friday. Friday, Jokic should just be, go there just and watch the, the other guys just practice. Just bring the bench in, you know? Uh, just yeah. bring the bench just in. Just stay home. Yeah, you just stay home. Don't even, get out don't even have to get out, just man. Just stay home for right now because he's earned it. Yeah. Um, and he, you know it's not in him, but he really did need just – he needs this time to just get himself back right. Um, and lucky for us, he still goes out and puts up 35 and 13. Yeah. One of my favorite things about this game from Jokic, so visibly, clearly exhausted – putting everything on his back three steals one block i mean he's he's like just always working always and so on a night when maybe his defense could have been worse than ever he was working really hard on that end it really almost looked like he knew this was a finish line game with that rest coming and he was just throwing everything he could he went for a couple of steals that were probably ill-advised but I think yeah. it was an economy of, of motion kind of calculation. I need a knockout punch. I, and I'm gassed and yeah. I don't, but if I can just get this one. So he was really, really pushing for it. But to be able to play defense too at any level, yeah. I, I just thought it was a really, really just just gritty effort. I'm so glad he does this for us, man. I know. Because this was a total one where it's like he didn't want to do it, no. but he's doing it for you. But you know what? It makes me think, because Nuggets get the win tonight. And it made me think that winning is fun. And losing sucks. I've heard that. See, I heard somebody say that once. Oh, my God. Look at that shirt. A beautiful (laughs) shirt that says this exact line. Look at this beautiful artwork, you guys. Is this our mantra? Is this the new, like, at least the mantra of the moment? Winning is fun and losing sucks. It's the new year. It's the new year. It's the the rainbow skyline. Man. I see the mountains in the back. Yeah, this this is dope. You know what I love? Eric always picks the perfect font. I know. Yeah. You know, and if I gave him that compliment here, he'd be like, you don't get it. It's because, yeah, it's, I mean. <laughs> right, yeah. He's like, yeah, I went to school for I mean, it. Yeah, like, and you're like, no, that was a compliment. It's no. like trying to tell Jamal he played well after a game. <laughs> yeah, he's just you're like, like, Jamal, six three pointers tonight. Was that you guys said you I were, wasn't going to do you that. You didn't think I could hit six three pointers? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sure he is. That's what makes the we joke. We said it was a beautiful shirt. It was actually a compliment. That's what makes the joke um, better. You guys, this is our new shirt. We haven't had a Nuggets drop now since the championship, I believe. Is that right? I don't think it's a championship. So yeah. this is like. With a shot drop. Start, <laughs> starting Get in it up, there. baby. Starting up the new year. With a new vibe. Winning is fun and losing sucks. Fortunately for us, only one game this year has sucked. The other eight have been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You can wear this shirt to the gym. That's a perfect place to wear it. Go into open gym with like a losing is, I mean, a winning is fun shirt. And then just try to run the court for the whole day. That That's a banger. And yeah. the, the thing about... That's so true. It's <laughs> your point to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. The thing about the wins, fellas, the ugly wins, the pretty wins, they all lead us to the same place. The winner's lounge. The yeah. winner's lounge. That's why winning is always fun. And losing, it always sucks. Um, I love it, man. Um, thank God for Yoke. You're right, man. Give him the time off. Give him Saturday off, too. Have him meet you in Houston on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. He deserves Thursday off. He deserves Friday off. He deserves Saturday off. Um, in all sincerity, I don't love what I saw from Jokic after the game you know, at the podium and then this one. And again, I get that it's funny and, I, and we should have fun with it. But like, it does make me sit here and go, I hope it's just fatigue and I hope this four days off does him wonders. Because the truth is, Murray not going to be around for a while. 
doesn't it's not gonna stop gonna have to go grit out a bunch of ugly wins again all for the next 15 games or so yeah i think so but also i mean this one i think yoke knows before the rest of us do what yeah, kind totally. of game it's gonna be and oh, what kind of so night true. and the truth is the second half of that pelicans game they were playing nuggets basketball without jamal and they can it doesn't always have to be this slog, but I do think this was an imperfect storm for Yoke with, yep. man, where we're at in the schedule, where we're at with, with what the team needs from me. I think he was gassed, and I think they needed him. I think they needed him to be Godzilla on a night when the ball just wasn't popping. So I do think he's will take this breather. When they get back to playing good basketball, he can enjoy it again. You know, I'm not worried about it. This is just how it looks sometimes in November when he's a little... I like it. Yeah, I do also think that that it was like a, a tell of two halves. I think that he was grumpy and the ball was not popping. They were not playing nugget basketball in the first half. Things turned around in the second half where he got to like finding his guys uh-huh. and, and setting the table and um, dominating. You could tell there was a there was a switch in that game where he felt that he was getting fouled um, by Looney um, and he got upset and you got to see him just go into that mode. Um, where I think that he was like, okay, you know? But also, if there's one guy that appreciates, like, guys grinding it out for him um, or alongside him, it's Jokic. He yeah. saw how they battled in that second half. He saw that they, you know, turned on that switch and they got to win. Um, so I think that, like, this is just time that he needs. Yeah. Um, let's take our first break. On the other side, we'll talk about everybody else besides Yoke. Oh, one last thing on Yoke. He takes 25 shots tonight. 25 shots. But yet somehow finishes 14 to 25. He missed his seven three-pointers. Still ended up having a pretty efficient night. I don't understand. Is it possible for him to shoot below 50? I know he's done it, but like, man. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, though, we'll talk about everybody else. Oh, man. Whether it's an ugly win or a pretty win, the best thing to do next is to watch the DNVR DNBA show Winner's Lounge and maybe fire up, uh, I don't know, a little kind love. One of the first dispensaries in Colorado, been around since 2010. The original marijuana boom here in CO. Authentic genetics, patient growth techniques, and one of the highest quality brands in Colorado. Man, they've got so much stuff. They've got all the stuff you've come to expect from the full extensive menus of any any uh, dispensary. But they've also got their own stuff, like the, the Turbo Core, the Turbo Joint. They're not just providing you with marijuana. They're innovating I within the like industry. I need like nine Turbo Cores after that game. Yeah, man. Uh, well. <laughs> well? Well. <laughs> Anyway, visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR and receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. You can also visit their website at kindlove.com and use that code DNVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. Man, 25% off. That's so much percent off. I know where I'm going next time I need some marijuana. I also know where I'm going next time I need some tickets to go see uh, the Denver Nuggets or the Colorado Avalanche. You know, whatever it is that you consider the best show in town, get yourself in the arena with Game Time. Game Time, it's basically like a dating app, except it's nothing like a dating app, but there are two parties involved. The people who want to sell their tickets last second, the people who want to buy their tickets last second. That second one, that can be you. Go to Game Time, get $20 off your next purchase, your first purchase with code DNVR. Download the Game Time app now and get the best prices on last second tickets to all the best events right here in Denver. We gave some love to Reggie Jackson. We gave some love to Nikola Jokic. Um, Michael Porter, just very briefly, we mentioned him, but 17 points, eight rebounds, two assists, two block shots, and those were big block shots, man. They mattered uh, in this game. Seven of 17, 
This one was ugly for everybody, including him, but he did make plays, I thought, in the key... I'm going to throw this one to you, Vote. In the crucial stretch, which really was the start of that fourth quarter, he made a handful of important plays in a, in a, in a row. And, like, they don't win without that stretch. Right, and what I loved about it was that it was almost a classic Porter game in that bit of a Porter quarter to start, and then you go, oh, man, is he just going to fade to the background? And right. he kind of did. And in the third, he had some energy but it wasn't quite the same in terms of what he was providing offensively. He was at risk of doing that again. And then right when it mattered most, I think he dug deep with some hustle plays. That turnaround shot was ridiculous. The next three he hit was ridiculous. I almost wish he was a little more confident in his three-point shot right I know. Now. He's only, there's a couple of them where I'm like, let it rip, man. Yeah. But the way that he just understands where he can be valuable by attacking the rim, by rebounding, it, it, I, I just... There's a maturity to it, and I just love that he was able to reinsert himself back into the game right when it was potentially slipping away. Yeah, I mean, really, you talk about that stretch. That stretch really did win them the game because the momentum was going Golden State yep. where they just started to get everything right. going. Denver could not buy a bucket for that time. Um, Jokic wasn't out there. Who did they look to? Their second guy up because they have Jamal out. Um, Michael Porter Jr., makes plays on both ends of the of the of the floor. He hit that buzzer like beating shot in the corner, comes down and gets a real block. You know, that goes the other way, gets the momentum back in, um especially in front of that home crowd. Um and that's after a, a good like he had a solid start of the game where he kept them in it. Um so um when things are just like looking rocky, it was Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic that gets it done. Um you got to tip your hat to him today. How funny is it that Mike is now the vets? You know, because tonight was a night where it was like Malone's only going to trust the veterans on the team, and that includes Michael Porter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's kind of a kind of an ironic thing. I, I there was a moment where you know Porter did just enough with the bench, and then Yoke comes in, but Porter and Gordon are out, and it's just Yoke, and Yoke's gassed, and there was a little bit of i was like man they need porter back out there you know and and because of the the trustworthy stuff um just the just the floor raising so and then one more note on porter i liked we talked about the lineups we wanted to see i wanted to see porter instead of gordon in the non jokic minutes with the bench we got to see some of it tonight you know he's not going to he can't create stuff for himself he's not jamal murray with the bench but I just like that look because he can rebound and has a little more offensively to offer, can can help the spacing. So I'm excited to rewatch those minutes, but it was cool to see Porter with the bench as well. Let's get to the bench. In our roundtable today for diehards, uh, I wrote that my mo the lineup I'm most excited to see in the absence of Jamal Murray is Jokic and the young guys. We saw it tonight. It sucked. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible. I... Uh, that was not what I expected that to look like. I was excited for those minutes. Um, the bench as a whole tonight. I mean, Zeke Naji got benched tonight, six minutes. Some of this is maybe perhaps a little matchup-y thing. Julian Strother got benched tonight. He was a minus 12 in eight minutes. I actually thought he stood out. Well, we kept talking about his defense, how low mistake he is. he has been. and oh, Is this guy going to be a low mistake rookie? Nothing but mistakes. Now, the Warriors, that's PhD. Yeah. you got to have to play defense against them. There's so much right. movement and cutting. But he he failed. He's gonna have to retake that course. Um, Dev, what stood out to you about the bench tonight? Nothing stood out um, in a positive way, but also 
you have to go back to they are missing their point guard. Um, Reggie yeah. Jackson's supposed to be with that unit, so it's new guys trying to step up. And there's a undrafted two-way guy right now that is leading you know had to to run it and hmm. gillespie is just a bit too small like he's just small and, and that's really the thing that stands out for them um he could run the offense and uh you know like get them in their sets but it's going to be hard for them to get stops with that unit and that's the big thing about that unit is just having guys that can um defend at, at a different level golden state is very complex in the way that they run things so it puts gillespie in a lot of unfortunate situations due to his uh you know size um at like disadvantages but also like that that's what stood out for me is like how small he looks how not ready he is for those type of situations yeah it just takes them out of their identity right and i think we all know this and we've said it and it's i i think everyone gets it so it's not like a genius point but they they're not they can't switch they can't wreak havoc they're not as versatile, and when they're not getting these stops, they can't get out and run, which is really how they score at their best. Um, also, having a smaller point guard, you know, makes it harder to rebound as well. So it's and there just, were a couple of those tonight where you're like, man, right? We're and again, it sounds like it's like he could be doing all the right things. You just that's the first thing you notice is they're they're a different unit, and it, what that unit had going for them is that you knew who they are, what they wanted to do, and try to do. Would Pickett be of any better? I don't know. You know. We again going back to that roundtable. I, I said today, neither one of these guys are Plan A for the backup spot. So I don't know if Malone necessarily has to make up his mind. I think it's okay to experiment, give both of them a shot. But the big takeaway from the call-in minutes so far is just it changes what the bench wants to do yep. and does when they're at their best. Yeah, I agree with that. I looking at the box score tonight. Zeke Naji got some cardio. <laughs> Eight, six minutes, zero. He got two rebounds, two assists. So two rebounds in six minutes, actually, probably like per minute, really good. Julian Strother got some cardio. Eight minutes, zero points, zero assist, one rebound, zero still, zero blocks, zero turnover. Uh, Peyton Watson got some cardio tonight. Eleven minutes, two points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero still, zero blocks, zero fouls, zero turnovers. Yeah. Oh, that's three guys off your bench that went out there that got one stat. You know, one stat apiece in all of their minutes. Yeah. And again, as much as it is like, hey, guarding the Warriors is tough. It's even though they were shorthanded, they still have a system. You know, they got Chris Paul out there with their bench. They still have that. But the offense to me, that's the part. And you said it. That group has an identity and their offensive identity is transition. You yep. know, get stops and run and then just play like like maniacs. You didn't get any of that today. And as a result. Peyton Watson didn't look himself. Zignaji didn't look himself. Strother didn't look I mean, himself. It's yeah. kind of like watching Christian Brown with a summer league team. He was like yeah. searching for a shot along the perimeter, and it, that never feels great. Let's, let's talk about Christian Brown. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Um, the two guys that like you needed to step up in that game, like just with energy or bringing something to it, it just was not there. And that's Peyton Watson and Christian Brown, which are the two people that you – you know, pinged going into the year of being in that second unit, um, running that second unit. And it just, it's not there for Christian right now, like on either end of the floor. Like this was a game where I feel like he didn't, he didn't pop in the ways that you expect him to, even though he's not scoring. Cause I, I don't look at Christian Brown as a scorer or a guy right. that has to impact on offense, but like make your mark in a game, especially with a not that good second unit that the Golden State Warriors have. Um, I just, I thought that he would impose his like will, his strength, his mm. athleticism in different ways. Um, and maybe just being with that second unit 
causes him to like, hey, this is not our identity, so it's definitely not mine. How do I like jump in? Where do I jump in at? He had yeah. that crazy three today too, man. Like that was so out of the. Out of, he never. I said something I think on the show the other day that Christian Brown hasn't like taken any shots that make you say what was that. He had one tonight where I was like, what the was that? Yeah, yeah. And Twenty seconds a, on the clock, he just tracks the three. Is that a point in the game where you? It was almost shocking to was, see Christian be so outside of himself. But again, this is these are all symptoms of the original problem that we already hit on. I think right, like these. That's what your half court offense looks like when it's those guys out right. there and. Um, yeah. So I just think, and then there was like, um, then they were just in scramble, kind of like catch up to the the speed of the game mode, and even I mean defensively, a lot of those rotations were just messy. So it was just it was a messy night from the bench. And the Zeke Naji thing is interesting. These last couple of games, he's only played like six or eight minutes without Jamal, and I wonder if part of it is like his impact is severely mitigated if the bench doesn't have that identity. And it's kind of like well. What are you out here for at this point? So just interesting to see the cascading effect it's had. Christian, I was kind of expecting a little bit more offense this year, you know, just because that's what we had heard. His defense, we know, but I thought that this might be a year where it's like, all right, are they going to get out and uh, is he going to make some threes a little bit better? Is he going to have something to his game that he's been working on and we see it? It's like, oh, Christian's really taking it to the rack harder, this or that. And so far we haven't seen it. Now I'll say this. They do have three full days, the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off, play Sunday night, so not for four, basically four days, which is the longest break you'll get in the season. Nobody has five-day breaks. You yeah. only get four is the most you get. He's one of those guys that I feel could really benefit from this. He missed training camp. He missed the ramp up. He's just been going. It's been condensed. To me, he's a guy that I look for coming out of this break and say, hey, I hope to see something from him on offense because, to me, he kind of looks – offensively similar to what what mm. he was last year and that could be a little bit concerning um the colin gillespie thing i don't want to be repetitive on it and i, I don't want to be that i i will say because offensively he does have some stuff like he runs the unit with confidence like yeah. he runs to his spots and does the stuff it wasn't necessarily impactful tonight but at least he looks the part yeah in terms of like where he's going he just so tiny on top of that I don't. I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, I, I, there's been a little bit of a swell for Colin. I feel over the last little bit, and I'm just kind of on the outside of that. Just kind of saying, like, I don't know, but I don't want to be the hater either. Yeah, I mean, you notice it in games that he doesn't make shots. Like, if he's not making shots, and that's what he is, he's good at is like knocking down that three ball, um, and also like offensively, they just they just they seem to roll. He knows how to hit Jokic. He knows where to put him, and they put him with the starters. I um, mean, they couldn't figure it or with with Jokic and the young guys. And they couldn't figure it out. And if his shot's not falling, then you get to see like those like liabilities. You get to see where he's like lacking. Um, and he's just small. Like it really is just. I do think that he's working hard. I do think that he's putting himself in position. Somehow he gets switched onto every big guy or star that's just going after him. But there's also nothing else that he can do about just being too small. Well, here's the thing between him and Pickett though that I think is in his favor. In the preseason, I thought that Pickett was playing so conservative. You know, like, it almost was like he was afraid to do something and the ball would either stick or he would get rid of the ball and, it, and it'd be like, they need you to run something. Colin, to me, has been the opposite. He has been, like, getting the team aggressively into it. And I think as a point guard, that's an important trait. So I do think if you are if you are Pickett and you're sitting on the sideline and wondering why am I not in, why is he in front of me, to me it's that trait of like, hey, man, you're going to have to go out there and not be afraid to make mistakes. I think Pickett had one turnover in the preseason. Mm. And, it, and as cool as that is, 
I think it was in part because you're playing too conservative. Like, you got to put yourself in position to, to collapse the defense and this or that. Colin is doing that. Although, I will say, 16 minutes tonight and two shots. I almost wonder if, with the lack of shooting that they've had in some of the guys, I kind of wonder if he needs to shoot. There was a couple tonight. Yeah. Yoke kicks to him, and I'm like, man, you're the only shooter on the court right now. It looked like he was afraid to be the reason things right. were going wrong, like in an active sense. Yeah. And I get that, but... He has been working on that shot. And then also him, his minutes... I think he's a good shooter. His shot looks good. And also, might as well. Like the, His minutes aren't going to work if he can't hit, take and make that shot anyway. Right. So, But then you also take a deep breath and say, this is a third-string point guard coming off an injury. This is game, like, what, four for him in his right. NBA career? So... I, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't. You don't want to like write and finish the book, but you definitely see the way that his size. I hate how much I've hit this point. I've turned into a disgusting. Dude, heightist. you hate short people. I've turned into a heightist, and I'm ashamed. You, you know you, what? Play Colin forty minutes. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I am curious to see just what this lineup looks like going forward. I will say this. I actually let me ask you this, Dev. How much of this do you feel is this unit has some flaws that maybe have been, are going to be exposed now that teams are like, all right, this is what their bench is. Here's how we tag it. Versus how much of this is it's a Warriors team. They're tough. I think that it's a Warriors team, but also I think that they're going to have nights that they can't score. Right. That That's the big piece. And also, like, do you just keep it close or do you buy those minutes where Jokic doesn't have to play 36 you know, minutes um, already in a tough stretch for them? Um, so I think that those nights are going to come. Um, and this is one of the nights that you're going against Golden State and you still squeak out a win. You still um, play it close enough that the starters had it going on that night. So um, there's going to be a lot of this with Jamal out where you just need one guy to step up. You need one guy to have some time that keeps them in it or you got to be very locked down. And that's where like a Christian Brown or yeah. Peyton Watson have to make those impacts. All right. Well, let's take a break on the other side. Jamal Murray's out. So what does that mean? What are we going to learn about this team? Is it a disaster? Is this something we should be? Is the sky falling or is there a blessing in disguise <laughs> here? Let's talk about it. They're 8-1. I don't, yeah, don't want to step on your tees there, boss, but they're 8-1 eight eight and, and, and fresh off a title. I'm going to go with sky is not falling, but I do think there's a conversation to be had there. Thanks, so. buddy. You're welcome, man. Uh, real quick, pull the shirt up. Pull the shirt up. There it is. We got a brand new shirt. Go to DNVR. If you're listening to this, go to dnvrlocker.com. Oh, Winning man. is fun and losing sucks. Ooh. A gorgeous color blue. A gorgeous rainbow skyline. Just look a at gorgeous that shirt font. and consider buying it while I tell you about other things that yeah, you buy should it right now while consider he does buying. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery. We love our Breck beers at DNVR. I'm drinking one right now. How about the Broncos Country? It's the beer of the month. $6 at the DNVR bar. I enjoyed an Avalanche Amber Ale earlier in the day. Because it's cold out, and that's the right time to have that beer. And that's what Breck does. They've got the right beer for any occasion. So whether it's the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, the Good Company Hard Seltzers, check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbeer.com, breckbrew.com, to find a brew near you. These next fellas, well, you know these next fellas, they're Bacchus and Shanker. Love those guys. When you've been hurt in a car accident as a pedestrian or at work and it's not your fault, you know what to do. Just look for the number two. Call 222-2222 or head to coloradolaw.net. Why should you do that? Because there's no reason not to. It's a free consultation, folks. They won't charge you to talk. In fact, they won't charge you to take on your case until they've won your case. And they do win cases. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients over the years. So again, if you've been hurt in car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, truck accident, even if you've been injured at work and it's not your fault, call them at 222-2222. 
All right, and we are back. So Jamal Murray is out. Woj reports might be a month. First of all, the in-season tournament is in a month. It is, I think, the 6th of December. There's a chance. There's a chance that if Denver advances to that tournament, Jamal Murray looks around and goes, you know what? Good time for me to return here. Uh, I'm into that. If he doesn't come back, but then it's the tournament and he... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Does he Bless come you. back? <coughs> Bless Ooh, you. Thank you. Surprised that doesn't happen more often, actually, you know? A sneeze? Yeah. 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 So you're saying, do you, do I think that he's coming back? If he's back? like ready-ish to come back and it's the tournament, do you bring him back for the in-season tournament? He's coming back for the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Tell you that right now. Is this a, a coming, I mean, they're missing. They're missing. He's missing eleven games. You know, if if you go before that, like if you say into the end of this month, um, and then also if they're like in a position. First off, I think that they really do want to win the tournament, so they put him in a situation where he's putting himself back, and also. It's meaningful basketball. We know that that matters a bit more for him. Um, also, if there's a guy that gets back faster than other guys, it, it's Jamal. He's going to be working around the club. We already see him taking shots. He's at practices. He's already involved, and that's why we're having to sit a whole month. So I do think that um, he'll be ready for the, the end season. I also really want I really want it. I really want them to win the in-season tournament. I want, it, <laughs> I want it so bad. Adam Silver wins. We are all into this. I want it so bad. And especially because the Nuggets took the first game so seriously. I know it was just a regular season game. But I was starting to get the sense like, man, these guys don't want anyone else to have anything. Yeah. And I love that attitude. So, yeah, man. if it's Because at that point, you've already been cautious if it's been a month. I mean, I think it's all right to bring him back for that. I bet he would like to. I'd love to see it. You never know. We'll see how health goes, but it's setting up that way. I mean, Denver's in-season tournament, by the way, next Tuesday they play the Clippers. If you win those two, you've got the Pelicans and then you got the Rockets, but to be honest, if you win those two, you might only need to go one and two down the stretch because I don't know if the Rockets or Pelicans are going to be the, the teams you're competing with. So if you get head-to-head -head wins over Dallas and the Clippers, you're probably going to win your pool and advance to the tournament. So... Um, and then on top of that, there's also a wild card bid. So if you don't win your pool, you just have the best record. And guess what? The Nuggets, as it stands right now, are the last remaining team in the Western Conference with just one loss. Mavericks lose tonight. They go to 6-2. and two. So, Den so Denver now alone atop the Western Conference, sole position. In fact, only Dallas has two losses. Everybody else? Three or more. Actually, that's not the true. Wolves? The Timberwolves. Timberwolves have two. Who have, right. who have wins over the Celtics and the Nuggets. Giant killers, man. Tim, you've um, done it again. This can be a blessing in disguise because it can provide much-needed minutes for some other guys. Julian Strother, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, these guys all sort of like their minutes now just became secure. They're going to they had Strother had a bad game tonight. I thought he was really bad. Yeah. He might have been the worst one actually out of all the guys. But guess what? Gets another chance uh, here on Sunday. He's not out the rotation for that. Whereas if you have the full host of players, That's true. you might actually get to sit a couple yeah. games after a performance like that. I mean, you live and you learn. Um, and this is one that they're going to go and watch the film and see the things that they did wrong. Um, also, you're not going to not to like dumb down what it happens, but you're not playing offenses as complex as that and also having to be right. so focused on the defensive end as well like or that you tired. really do have to execute yeah and you're tired um the entire time um Colin didn't play the entire last year Strother is a rookie um trying to figure it out um 
even even Peyton Watson is, is pretty much a rookie trying to figure it out. So there are going to be these growing pains that you have. But like you said, that's the beauty of a Jamal Murray going down right now where other guys get that time. They get to, you know, figure it out on the fly with like real minutes. So um, I, I love that part. Also, the starters, like they're like, hey, we're not relying on one guy, you know. We stagger a lot of times anyway, so there's times that we're not playing with Jamal. Let's play the same way there. So I think everybody gets to learn from just having those minutes that they're not relying on a guy the entire time. I would, get, I suppose the straw their inclusion is the closest thing to like the real silver lining of it. Tonight was a good example of what we were talking about in the pregame show with Mike. Team player did what he needed to do as a second or third best player to help them win, but it's... He doesn't actually just slide into that second option role, or at least he's not there just yet. So it's, um, I don't really know if that's a real expectation. Like, okay, now Mike's ready to really grow. Maybe he does, and that'd be awesome. Um, but I do think the real silver lining is an extended runway for Julian, who, you know, it's also it's good to see this guy struggle a little bit. That's part of the process. But I think we know when he's playing at his best, not only can he contribute, he can probably help them win games even in the playoffs. So. Getting him closer to that level, that's your silver lining. Having said that, that was not tonight. <laughs> tonight, he was not very good. <laughs> Who do you think needs to step up the most, Dev? Off of the bench? Yeah, I'll say just off of the bench. For the Nuggets to win a championship, I think nope. it has to. Well, I just mean in the stretch, but okay. Maybe, maybe you meant broader. I mean, even in the stretch, I think it has to be like Christian Brown. I, I really do think that he has to find his way because I feel like he's a huge part of this um, offense and defense. He's a huge part of this team. Um, he needs to be um, the leader that they go to in that second unit. Or he's just making plays that, that you could just say, hey, that's the guy for us. Um, right now, without a, a scoring option, especially with Reggie Jackson as a starter, they, they're looking for who's going to step up, who's going to be the guy for us. And I think that Christian Brown has to you know take on that role. He's the only one that played. Um, out of that group in the finals. He's the only one that played in the playoffs. So they're looking for, hey, you were supposed to be that guy. Can you step up and be that guy? Um, even if that doesn't mean scoring, make your mark. I'm just going to go. That, that's the right answer, but I'm going to go with whoever's in the point guard position, whether that's Colin or Jalen. Um, it's really, it's it's funny, man. The, the whole bench really kind of suffers like Peyton, you can't count on Peyton to sort of step up and salvage this kind of situation, right? He would thrive within the bench playing very well in the way they want to play well. So you just kind of hope there's some organization and maybe a little more resistance defensively. So whether that's Colin or Jalen, uh, you, you know, I, a little bit more from that spot would help. Yeah. Um, I Do you think we'll see Jalen Pickett minutes before Murray returns? I, I, my opinion is why not, right? These are not, these are not two guys that were in the rotation before anyway. So I don't really think you have to worry too much about rhythm or expected role or any of that. I think you can just kind of, as it goes, which one's working. And there's been a little brief look at Colin here. And I think I've seen enough to go. I'm curious about the other option. I think that if Colin has another bad game or two, you have no choice but to just see what it looks like. You think it's just one game away? If one he, bad if he one, plays if another bad game like that, it's just like, okay, we have to get something going. Um, 
Because that's typically how guys step up. They're just like, hey, yeah. you know, we're calling on you. Here's your opportunity. Let's see how it looks. Um, because, like, what what else do you have to lose? Like, there was, like you said, there was a a, a group jogging experience. Like, everybody was just running at the same time. Yeah. Nothing was going on the entire time. Hashtag DNVR Fit Fam. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's out group there. Group jog. So, like, <laughs> so, like, really, why why not give it a chance? Yeah. Um, so, I, I think, yeah, one more one more bad game. I'm looking at the schedule. They have a back to their next back to back is the twentieth. They play at Cleveland on the front end and then at Detroit on the second night. Maybe that's a night where you like some guys take a night off, you know, and you just go you you punt on a game or this or that. I don't know. And maybe you see him, but I don't know that Michael Malone's going to look at Colin's performance and think it was bad. I mean, he was very good in the second half of the New Orleans game. That was like an A plus. I think you look at this one and he didn't do anything wrong. I think it's more we believe that it kind of changed the lineup, but I don't know that Michael Malone feels that way because if he did, he probably wouldn't have gone to him in the first place. Sure. I mean, history tells us he's just going to keep playing him and might even play him 19 consecutive minutes in one of these upcoming <laughs> games. A little bit of a flashback for everyone's favorite saga of Dude, the last great four years. You, that was a great pool. Thanks, that man. That was a great pool. Uh, but, yeah, and, like, also, they're 8-1, and one, and Malone is very much of an ain't-broke-don't-fix-it kind of guy. So yeah. it wasn't wasn't like that that bad i just am curious i'm just curious it wasn't so good that i go this has to be the right. guy in fact it was up in the air enough that i went i'm i'm curious about the other point guard who was you know a higher draft pick all right let's shake off these bad vibes that we have here in this winners lounge um really just analyzing an ugly game but the nuggets are 8 and 1 that's sick the only other team with one loss is the 76ers who are 6 and 1 somehow they've played two fewer games the, the Nuggets. The Nuggets played a lot of games, the most of the NBA. Oh, they rough patches coming. That, what's that? For the 76ers? Yeah, they got to <laughs> go through the same tough time that other yep. teams have to go through. Yep. Um, they got a big win tonight by over Boston, by the way. But 8-1 and one Denver. Oh, yeah? 8-1 and one Denver, the best <laughs> record right now in the NBA. They're off to a great start. And this, to me, feels like, I know we like to think in round numbers, but this, to me, given that they have four days off now, feels like the end of a chunk. This, totally. You would call this the start of the season right the first nine games represent the start ended eight and one a plus man it's about i mean nine and oh is only the thing you could have maybe hoped for but eight and one that's really good that's incredible um especially because it's like chapter one was about a lot of games at the same time um just not much um like they have back to backs they're yeah. playing a lot of games chapter two is going to be a lot of on the roads like they're just going at on the road, on the road, on. so like you just like just got to go through these small patches and try to figure out how to get through it. But if you come out with winning, you know, eight and one, if you told if you told anybody they're going to go eight and one um, in the first nine games, I'll take it. Eight and two is perfect for the first ten games. Um, I'll take it. And then how do we get to the next stretch? So like you have to like break it down. Uh, yeah, I, I strongly agree. How they got there too. It was the starters just looked so good to start the season right out of the gate. And then we were all impressed with the bench right out of the gate relative to our expectations. So it wasn't they had all these vibey wins. The energy looked great. They looked exactly like we hoped. And if we could have scripted, they'd looked on ring night and banner night. That's how they looked. So you get all of these reasons to be encouraged outside of the wins themselves. The only two games they don't look like themselves were essentially the two schedule losses, the one to the Wolves they lost. And then this one tonight which they didn't lose. Um, schedule loss is a bit much, but you see my point with the condensed games. Like, okay, of course they looked a little tired in this one, and of course they didn't look great in the Wolves game. 
every other game they have brought the requisite energy and it it's the word Malone used like they they have a responsibility now to meet the standard that they set like they have that responsibility and I feel like they've taken that on that's how they've played most of these games Gail, sent you a thing um guys this Friday we're off tomorrow we're taking we we're like Jokic we've earned a break we're also eight and one but we are back Friday at a special time, 5 o'clock, and a special location, the Basketball Social House. Let's go. We're throwing a party Friday night, guys. We want to hang out with the friends. There's four days off of Nuggets. Bring the family out. Bring your friends out. Come to Basketball Social House. Here you can see, is that Jokic out there? Oh, no, that three went in. That's, that's not Jokic. That three, that, that three drained it. You think you could take me and Dev on in a three-point competition? Come prove it at Basketball Social House. Also, we're not just going to be... There, there's food, there's drinks. We're doing a live show at 5. We're going to be doing stuff at six, uh, from 6 to 8. You could bring the kids. It's family-friendly. Or you could bring your friends and, and come over. There's courts where you could play, like, uh, you know, you could play basketball. You could do these competitions. And we're going to be doing, like, a Sambor Shuffle competition. Mm. I want to see who has the best Sambor Shuffle. I think we're all going to try some of the iconic Denver Nugget shots. We're going to see who can do the uh, the best Denver Nugget shot. And most of all, it's just, it's just to be fun here, guys. It's just all it is is to, to have a good time. So Basketball Social House, it's about 20 minutes south of Denver. Uh, it's a really, really cool place, and we're going to be there. 5 o'clock live show, 6 o'clock. Um, and I think the live show, I think it's just like a live recording of our show. I don't know that's necessarily going to be an audience interactive one. Um, but come at 6 o'clock and hang out with us, eat some food, and, and, and have a good time. Let's take a break. On the other side, Harrison Wynn's going to be calling in live from Ball Arena. And we got a special guest in the house. So you want to hop on? Hop on, hop on. You'll hop on for the next <coughs> segment here. Man, basketball is back. The Nuggets are back. The vibes are back. The Winners' Lounges are back. And the winnings are back as well with DraftKids Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Also an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's celebrating that with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger basketball win or loss like me tonight. Depend hey, what's up, brother? How we doing? How you doing? <laughs> uh, string together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball's more fun when you're in on the action, folks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code DNVR. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. You didn't think you'd get to sit down for this part, <laughs> no, did you? No. He's halfway through yeah. Oh, yeah. We're almost there. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Gate Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, but it's best expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbookdraft.draftkings.com slash basketball turns for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources let's go way to go man let's go you got one more. oh yeah there's another read too so buckle tight everyone because i gotta tell you guys about shady rays oh man our good friends at shady rays so happy they're back as a partner i love doing this read i love they wearing have snow goggles. their shade they have snow goggles Ooh. what do you call them ski, ski goggles, goggles? Is that's that what the one called? ski goggles there it is we yeah. found it and then also looking just, for help on also that. just normal look at those things right there so, snowboarding goggles yeah 
you can protect your eyes no matter what season it is. And you got to do that in Colorado. So much sunshine. Did you know that? Have you heard that? 300 days. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best Not deal of the season. Though. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Everybody, welcome to the set now. Darko. Darko, your first is Darko, right? Darko. Okay, because your, your handle was, was something else. And I was like, man, I don't yeah, know if I yeah, can do yeah. this. Uh, Darko, so tell us, you're not from Denver? I'm not from Denver. I'm from Belgrade, Serbia. Surprise. The surprise? We met in, in, uh, in Belgrade in at, the, at the, at the uh, Kalamagdan meetup, yeah. which is why we have the shirt. Man. I'm very disappointed Eric is not here. Well, he's in. I he's know he's in Belgrade. Yeah, I found this you out. Guys passed each other in the air. I know. Uh, congratulations to his new life uh, yeah. abroad. Yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know. If, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. No, yeah, it's possible. It, yeah. It's you know, spread the love. You know, this is you guys uh, really. You, you started a very special thing here. It's great to see it grow internationally. Um, no, I, I, I've, I've, been, I've been living in the U.S. since uh, the late 80s, actually. Okay. And um, currently based kind of between Asheville, North Carolina, where I was this morning, and New York City. So in town just for the game and so thrilled that it was this one. Really? It looked in the first... No, here's the thing. First quarter, when it, w when it was going well, I was thinking, damn, this could be a blowout. Yeah. This could go this way. And it just feels so good to see all the Warriors fans... Lose were there a lot there on the last shot? Yeah. There yeah. were. There, I know there were more in the past. Yeah, but there were quite a few, and uh, so it was tense all the way until the end. And great experience. Well, what did you think of this game? Like, did you? Because we were kind of. I'm telling you, we're spoiled. When the game's not exactly the funnest, you know, blowout win, we're kind of like, I don't know. So we were a little mixed on this game. How did you feel? I think uh, the thing that's new this season is even when the Nuggets are down. I expect they will come back and win. Yeah, totally. And that's, that it's a mental change. Yep. That's um, a great, this is a great take. You know, as a, as a Serbian fanatic, I was obsessed about the 20, 2002 Kings. Yeah. The Peja and Vlade years. That's what it felt like. That team felt like they could come back from any game. And right. that's how I feel about the Nuggets. Today, they were down, what, five in the, kind of at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I was like, it's here, fine. Com here, comes, here comes Papa with the kids. <laughs> yes, the kids weren't great. As I, I agree yeah. with you, but, you know. Like the grown-ups came to play, and it was just like, let's let's finish this. Totally, I love it. this is a great takes. Yeah, it's a great the, takes. The psychological on. difference of looking at the exact same scenario with a title in the rearview mirror, yeah, and you just go, you like, you, you just give them all the benefit of the doubt now, right? And it's how we used to feel like when we watched the Warriors, correct? Right? So correct. it used to be you're up after the half, you know, up ten on the Warriors, and there's a 15-0 run. And the game is yeah. out of control all of a sudden. So that's yeah. changed. I have one more hot Well, maybe not a hot take. All right, let's hear it. Get you it, talk, it. you always, you praise for a long time Jokic's quickness as opposed to his speed. Sure. It was incredible to see. I was very close to the court. I had great seats. Not just the quickness, so the change, the change of acceleration, but mass times acceleration <laughs> and you there was there was talk should we fear sure. i think you talked uh, was it on the lockdown podcast about do people fear Jokic? yeah yeah so i think i would be very afraid if i saw that mass changing speed so quickly that is actually definition of force right right <laughs> and Jokic is as we all know force i, I can't i can't 
I can't go back and forth with him on yeah, that. Yeah, I know. He's above us yeah, at the moment. Um, no, you're right, though, because this was like LeBron. Like, I remember I watched LeBron's first game as a Laker. Were you there when we were in San Diego? Yeah, I was there. Sitting courtside because it was a preseason game, and that's where media got to see it. sit. And I remember sitting that close. I thought the same thing. I'm like, not only is LeBron so fast, but he's so huge that the idea of ever standing in his way is, like, insane. Suicidal. And then you see that with Zion. But I think you're <laughs> right about Jokic, too, like, he hits guys, man. And you, when you sit that close, you see how physical the NBA game is. You yeah. watch it on TV and you think, man, no, these guys I don't mean, hit. He, he's, you know, he's the top of the key and you have Looney on him. I mean, Looney is a huge man. Um, and it's just like bump, 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 bump yeah. under the basket. He had a few and it was uh, Trace Jackson Davis was guarding him and he would he would start cutting and he would catch the ball on the move. Right. And you can see Jackson Davis, like the gears turning. Okay, I'm in a good spot. I know where he is. I know where he is. And Jokic would just bump into him one time. Yeah. And it was, he'd go flying. And I kept thinking exactly what you just said. It's the craftiness, the intelligence, the speed, and then the final layer, which we almost always forget to apply. He's bigger than everyone. Yeah. I can't imagine guarding that guy and getting bumped and just thinking like, what am I supposed to do? Do you... You know, teams eight and one. They've got a top heavy up. I mean, the starters are the same team that won the the championship. We know that. But the bench unit, are you confident in what you've seen about the entire collection? Are you very confident? Are you a little nervous? Like, how do you feel about what you've seen? No, I, I am, I'm confident. I'll tell you why. Because the same way the fish stings from the head down, we have the opposite thing happening. Wait, wait, wait. Is hold, that up, a, hold up, Kel. Hang on. Do you, where does the fish, is the fish stink? Oh it doesn't. It doesn't. Can we the whole break fish this one down? Like, yeah, is a, this like a coastal thing? I think so. This is a coastal thing. Because the fish, fish only stink at the head. Then I thought the whole fish stunk. The whole fish does stink. But <laughs> let's try again. Okay. The greatness that's happening with the leader of the team. I haven't seen a fish in a while. Apparently, <laughs> the greatness with Jokic is that that aesthetic is passing down. And last few games, seeing. MPJ makes some passes that he never would have made oh, previously yeah. in his career. And even though today, today's game was not a great example, I've seen the second unit absorb that style of play. Even though it's different style. It's play defense, run, transition. But there's a unselfishness. There's a desire to make the right play. So I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm buying the stock of the bench. Love it. I like it. Yeah. I, am, I am as well. I do think that they are going to be a little more pigeonholed, that they need to get stops. They have to be a good defensive lineup, and I think most nights yeah. they will. It Tonight rots they have from it. the head down? Is that what you're trying to I say? I don't know, man. Decomposes from the head? Unsurprisingly, Eric has heard e this one Eastern before. time. Eastern time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It rots from the head down? Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that maybe, I guess. Yeah. Does this is what happens when English is the second language. You start mixing your proverbs, and then it's... <laughs> that's yeah. why Jokic just... Just breaks the mic instead. Yes, He's tired a great of shirt, that. by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great shirt. Um, what other, you know, just sort of perspective do you have, maybe, or is there something? You know, people always watch the show and they're like, "I always, I want to tell you guys this, or I want to share this thing." Like, do you have a thing that you're like, "Here's something you need to know, either about Jokic or about Serbia or about this Nuggets team." I mean, we can talk Serbian basketball all the time. I know you guys have, have done that, and you're actually probably the most educated people in the nation this business on the topic so like i appreciate you everything you've done with the documentary and and of course going over there um you know basketball is something that i grew up with i, I you're I'm a tall a, I'm a guy child. i don't know if people can tell you're you're a tall i'm guy. six four six four okay i i i love to play i haven't had a game in recently but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i wish i could come on friday that would be fun yeah yeah um but yeah you know i i think it's just you do such a great job and um it's great to see 
the style of basketball that was nurtured kind of be taken to this new level it's not just Jokic doing it. It's Jokic in the system that's established with the Denver Nuggets right. and the players he has around him. Love that. And that's, so it's not just like, it's easy for, we love our country. We're like, oh my God, they're playing Serbian basketball. No, it's Jokic's qualities, which come from our style of basketball in this incredible Mozart of the game. Right. Spreading through a team and kind of creating something greater and unique on its own. Right. Yeah. The fish rots from the head down. There in addition go. to being a major contributing factor in an organization's success, leadership is also the root cause of an organization's failure. There so you go. I'm in the reverse. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The it's success very, comes from Jokic. So. I like that. I, yeah. I, I mean, I like that take a lot because I do feel that there is, you know, Yoke gets all of the credit, rightfully so. He gets, he deserves a majority of it. But this is like a collection. And Michael Malone deserves a lot of credit. And Tim Conley and now Calvin Booth. And, yep. you know, all the different. Michael Porter deserves credit for it for his buy in. Reggie Jackson deserves credit for it. It's the thing that both pulls people towards it, but also everybody else contributes to it yeah. at the same time. And that's part of what makes it beautiful. And I'll tell you, if you've listened to the show, uh, you know, recently, you'll know. My dream is not just for the Nuggets to win the championship this year. My dream is for that to be then be followed by a Serbian Olympic gold medal. Ah. And, the, and, and the reason, and I told you, and I, and I, you know, you maybe feel these things like when we were there. It's like your body, you just feel these feelings about Serbia where you just feel so connected to it. And of course, as time goes on, inevitably those course, memories kind of fade and the, sure. the, the, the thing that you, you know, those feelings maybe don't always feel the same way. But I know just from recalling and from how I felt then that it was like, it's so great to get all of the Serbian fans with us on this journey. It's, and it almost feels like when somebody does something nice for you that you can't repay them. You know, right. that's almost how I feel. Like, I'm so glad everybody's a part of it, but I feel weird because I can't give you guys the Nuggets' championship. You share that with us, of course. But the only thing that would feel like that is Serbia getting one as well, and then we get to share that with you. <laughs> that you would know? be awesome. So to me, yeah. and do you think about that at all as this possibility? You know, um, if everybody plays, everybody's healthy, sure, anything's possible. The ball is round, anything can happen. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a phenomenal Olympics. I mean, we look at the international talent now, um, you know, I, I was uh, talking to Nick earlier. Um, I really wish the All-Star Game was World versus U.S. I think it would be a really fun competition yeah. to see that nowadays. And um, you can't say there's one favorite team. So, yeah, if Jokic plays and the rest of the team is healthy, anything can, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, it always helps to have the best player on the floor. What a it's legacy. Actually, it's actually the entire thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the entire thing, but it's it, up there. It's, it's a most big part of it. of it. It really is most of it. Um, Harrison apparently uh, still waiting on Reggie and Jokic. They both have taken over an hour, so I don't know if we're going to get to Harrison at the arena tonight. Do we have super chats? We do have super chats. Let's that get to works. some super chats here. Here, I'll do my impression of Jokic doing his impression of the media. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I already super know chat. what you're going to super chat. Let me guess. Already, uh, oh, look who it is. My co-host. What? Oh. ESPN, my co-host legs on ESPN. Oh. Congratulations. I thought podcast. you meant in the Take super chat, and I was like, no kidding. MP, Super Chat, KCP, Defensive Player of the Year. Man, he's kind of... I mean, he won't win that. Oh, but. wait, we didn't talk about him. We actually didn't talk about him. Yeah. That's a failure of us. Let's yeah. go back. Let's go back yeah. in time. We glossed over KCP. He was phenomenal tonight on Steph Curry, and Steph Curry still made some shots. Steph Curry, man, he kills you when he makes the shots he did tonight, and he gets the easy ones. He didn't get the easy ones tonight at all. The he just made the hard ones, and 
It was manageable. Do you remember when Matthew Della Vadova was went to the hospital from all the screen <laughs> yeah. chasing and ball denial? He I did? do remember. And he also drank like eight cups of coffee before a game. We found out <laughs> well, terrible that was, routine. That was yeah. But whatever. I'm trying to spin a narrative here. Go for it. Sorry, I, my bad. I was like, we should get KCP like an IV drip or something. Totally. Because he should. seriously, like that was the playoffs in the first quarter. He was not letting Steph breathe. And then the second Steph gets open, he hits a he hits a three and you're like, okay, I just realized how important it is that KCP's working overdrive to never let this happen. He is he has truly genuinely been one of the best defenders in the full in the whole league nonstop. Full stop. KCP, is he an all time nugget? Yes. To anybody that was on the title team, you're just like, especially if you're a starter, starter. all-time nugget. Such yeah. a such a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of B KCP and A KCP. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. For sure. Um, For sure. Yeah. The the team completely changed. Great super track. Glad we shouted that out at the end there because yeah. KCP he was deserved stellar. it, man. Five 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 ish. A win is a win is a win. First time the bench looked bad, but having three days off to practice and think about rotation should be good for us. ATA ATA. ATA. Everybody loves ATA, man. Um, a win is a win. Three days off to practice. I don't think they're going to practice. Yeah, not going to practice. <laughs> no, not going to practice. They will practice actually. Let me think. They will probably practice Friday or Saturday. Probably Friday. And that'll be it. They need rest more than anything. Steve Augustine. I find it funny Dev was the only one who had faith in Reggie last year. Now everyone is on the bandwagon. LOL. Reggie is a bucket. Reggie is a bucket. I don't remember Dev being on the Reggie bandwagon. Do you remember this? No, I don't. But I do know. <laughs> hey, man, you're giving him credit for that. I don't but, remember. But I do know that every time Reggie starts jibbling, I'm like, what are you doing? And then Dev's like, he has 16 points. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. Where do you fall on Reggie, Darko? Um... It was very interesting. We were very near the bench, and Malone kind of lost it a couple of times and then was very happy. Yeah, And exactly. I think that's the Reggie experience is when, it, when he gets sticky with the ball, it's like, oh, my God, come on, let's, this is dying. And then he cuts through and he finishes at the rim, and it's, it's, they were game-changing buckets. How uh, did you catch anything else? from? Because you were seated right behind the bench. Right, so. right next to the bench. Yeah, actually, right behind the altitude team. Okay. So that was fun as so, well. So give me a, what was, did you get any interactions? Was there um, any? It was hard to hear. The, the arena sure. is very loud. But, but sometimes you can see guys yelling at each I other. I mean, you, it, the great thing was, of course, you know, the obvious rage timeout. I mean, you, <laughs> you can almost see the, you know, the, the vein popping in, yeah. in Malone's uh, uh, head. But, you know, I, I think actually for me, some of the takeaways was seeing the energy of the guys. So like, Seeing how uh, lively and vivacious Peyton Watson is, for example, mm. whereas Julian is very kind of cool and more water-like, very uh, just the way they move, the way they yeah. occupy space. Okay, DeAndre Jordan, phenomenal, just like such good vibes. Like man, emanates good <laughs> vibes. I remember when it was the first signing last summer, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, why?" I completely understand, and it's a completely underrated uh, skill he brings. Um, to the team. So that, that was very cool to see. That's really cool, yeah. man. That's really cool. $5 from Alejandro Botello. Jokic was great, but this game is not won without MPJ's amazing start to the fourth quarter. He stepped up big with Jokic resting, giving Denver a boost. Yeah. So true. It's a winning player, man. It's a winning player. Big Honey, first team all defense, KCP. Man, does he have a chance at that? He's been so good. He for real has the resume for it through nine games, but it's kind of a hard one to... Yeah. 
to really campaign for. Hilarious that there was ever a narrative about Jokic being poorly conditioned. This guy played 64 minutes in a playoff game, and that was fat Jokic. That being said, I'd, any athlete would have been tired carrying the workload that he had, and I honestly think he was tired tonight. Like, yeah. And it's not about being out of shape. It's just that this is a t- this was a mar- this was the end of a marathon. This was the last mile of a marathon that was these last eleven days. So now you feel up it out with some Rocky and cigarettes, and you get back out there. Right? <laughs> cigarettes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I some cigarettes. Well, there, there. was that. You know, th- there was a stretch in the first quarter where he re- expended so much energy and nothing happened. He didn't yeah. get the foul call, and then it's just it was like the way I'm going to change this is add more energy. And I think by the end of the game, he got a little bit. It looked like he got a little winded. winded. No, a little winded, yeah. man. A little tired. Is that it, Kill? Hit that outro music for us, shall you? Um, I'm excited to have a day off tomorrow. Man. Not you? Um, I hadn't thought about it till just now. You could do a show tomorrow if you want. No, it's all right. I'll probably write. <laughs> You'll take it off. <laughs> probably write. Um, but Friday, guys, basketball social house. We're going to be doing our show at 5 o'clock. You can come by. I'm telling you, bring the kids. It's a really cool Friday thing you can bring the whole family for. 6 o'clock, we'll be done with the show. We're going to have, there's like a tic-tac-toe game. They have a wall where there's nine baskets in a grid, and you play tic-tac-toe. You know, you make the shot, you get the space. Uh, It's super cool. They have all kinds of different games there. They have some cool artwork. They have good food. Even if you don't play basketball, just come hang out. It's like you don't have to go there and think that we're going to, like, make you shoot and play the three-point contest or the Sambor shuffle or any of that stuff. You can just go and hang out and talk to people and watch other people do it. It's going to be a good time. Um, And more than anything, it's just a chance for us all to kind of get together, unplug for a little bit, play some basketball. You can give us your hot takes or whatever you have, and it should be a good time. And it's free. This doesn't cost anything. So if you want a cheap Friday night, Basketball Social House Friday night is going to be your place. Guys, we appreciate you hanging with us. Buzzer beater super chat. Like he ball. Nice. <laughs> Why are the Nuggets so clutch? My favorite team loses that game. They really might be in a class of their own. I believe it now. And Bevo, what's up? <laughs> Tonight of all nights, because the funny thing is, is they actually got blown out, or they were down 10, and well, they came back to well, blow it. You got to understand, like, the way that game looked, we're talking about how ugly and slu- sluggish it looked. Like, that's what he's used to. So it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> good job on that one. Bang. Um, all right, everybody. Great Thanks so much. Again. Oh, put the shit up one more, one last time, Kel. Can you pull it up one last time? Winning is fun. Winning is fun. Yes. Losing sucks. And losing sucks. You can get that at dnvrlocker.com. All right, everybody. We'll see you on Friday. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com